You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 126, Failing into 2021. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Happy New Year, Mama! Welcome to the first episode of 2021. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I am so glad you found me, and I'm sure that listening to this podcast will add value to your week and to your life. I'm recording this on January 1st, and I don't know about you, but I just feel like there's this excitement in the air and a collective feeling of renewed energy and motivation right now. It seems like more than usual for the average new year, although that may not be true, but people are definitely eager to make this year a fresh start and for sure make it a better year than last. So that's fantastic, and I'm feeling the same way. I'm wanting to declutter my entire house and grow my business and keep up with my morning routine, and I fully intend to do all of those things. But many times, especially after the new year, anywhere from a few days to a few weeks after January 1st, people start to lose their motivation. They start to revert back to old behavior and old habits, and they eventually give up. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been super excited to start a new habit or achieve a new goal and you were really fired up about it only to find your energy sort of fizzle out pretty quickly? It happens to everyone, so there's nothing wrong with you. But why does this happen? And what can you do to prevent it from happening again this year? I'm going to tell you. There's one thing that stands in the way of you achieving your goals, your dreams, and your ideal future. Okay, it's your brain. (laughs) Your beautiful, amazing brain doesn't like change. It doesn't like effort and it doesn't like discomfort. And that's exactly what's required of you to achieve new things. Now, your brain is very well intended. It wants to protect you and keep you alive. And it thinks that if you feel the slightest bit uncomfortable, It means something's gone terribly wrong and you should stop doing whatever it is you're doing immediately and go lie down. (laughs) So this is why so many people give up on their goals. They believe what their brains are telling them, that mistakes are bad, that there's a right and a wrong way to do things, and that they have to know exactly how to reach their goal before they can start taking any action toward it. Otherwise, they might do it wrong. And might make a mistake, which means they've failed and they're a failure and they're probably going to die of humiliation. Okay, so none of that is actually true. Mistakes are how we learn what works and what doesn't work. We must make mistakes in order to learn and grow and evolve. Now, most people don't understand that discomfort or feelings of fear, humiliation, or embarrassment that they're trying to avoid aren't harmful at all and won't actually kill them, and that those feelings are created by their own thoughts, not their results. Okay, so let me give you an example. Let's say you have a goal to lose 20 pounds by April 1st, 
and when April 1st rolls around, you've only lost 10. Your feeling about that result is determined by how you think about it and what you make it mean. So you can make it mean that you've failed and that you're terrible at losing weight, which would cause you to feel shame or disappointment. Or you can make it mean that you're amazing at losing weight because you lost 10 pounds in three months. So you're capable of losing the next 10 pounds in another three months. You see what I'm saying? Feelings aren't harmful and you're the one creating them with your thoughts. So you get to think and feel anything you want about the results you create. Once you get good at making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, and then using what you've learned to go on to achieve, you model for your kids what a growth mindset looks like, and you'll be more likely to let them experience failure, disappointment, and frustration. Now, I'm sure you may be thinking, now why in the world would I want to do that? Why would I want to let my kids experience failure, disappointment, and frustration? Because as Jessica Leahy, the author of The Gift of Failure, wrote, allowing our kids to make their own mistakes is not only a necessary part of learning, it's the very experience that teaches them how to be resilient, capable, creative problem solvers. When we try to protect our kids from failure, we rob them of this experience. I want you to think about How you learned the life lesson that deadlines matter. Was it by paying all of your bills on time or incurring that late fee? How did you learn the importance of planning ahead? Was it by hearing someone else talk about it or reading about it in a book? Or was it by procrastinating and pulling an all-nighter? And how did you learn that it's not only essential to have good friends, but to be a good friend as well? While it can be difficult to see our kids go through challenging times, the sooner we can introduce the idea that they don't need to fear failure, the better equipped they'll be the rest of their lives. When I was going through life coach certification with the life coach school, one of the things we'd do at the start of every call was to report on our epic fails from the week before. So people would say things like, I offered coaching to 10 people and no one said yes. Or, I wanted to write one blog post every day this week, and I only wrote two. And we celebrated these so-called failures because it meant that we were taking action toward our goals and learning. You've all heard that quote, mistakes are proof that you're trying. So you can just decide to believe that failure is a good thing instead of a bad thing because it helps you get closer to your goals. People are so afraid to fail that they keep themselves small and don't set any goals at all in order to avoid it. But what if you got really good at failing this year? And I don't mean sitting around scrolling Facebook and not taking any action kind of failure, but putting yourself out there, taking risks and getting outside of your comfort zone kind of failure. You could even make it like a game to see how many times you can fail toward your goal in 2021. Because every time you fail, you learn something. You learn what works and didn't work, and so you get closer and closer to the goal. One of my clients was just telling me that she wasn't sure what to do because her kids weren't listening to her. She was indulging in confusion and believing there was a right way to handle it, and she didn't want to make a mistake. Rather than taking a risk trying something and seeing whether it worked or not, and then learning from that experience. 
There's no right way to handle when your kids don't listen. It depends on so many factors, and what works for one child might not work for another. So instead of being paralyzed and taking no action because you're afraid of failing, what if you decided to get really good at making mistakes because that's how you'll figure it out? This is what I'm planning to do this year. I want to get really good at failing because the more I'm willing to fail, the higher my chance of achieving success. Now, my brain freaks out and tells me that this is scary and I should just stay in bed and take a nap. And that's why I coach my brain and also why I'm going to keep myself accountable by announcing to you right now one of the things I'm going to do starting this week. One of my goals is to be more visible in my business. I have a lot of amazing tools and resources and knowledge that can help so many moms, but I've been hiding a little bit. I don't really do many live videos on Facebook or Instagram. I've been a guest on a couple of podcasts, but they've approached me rather than me approaching them. So this year, I'm going to show up more and share more and be more visible. This Wednesday, January 6th, I'm going to go live on my Facebook page at 7 p.m. Eastern to talk more about this topic, failing into 2021. And then every Wednesday after that, for at least the next two months, I'm going to show up there to talk more about that week's episode and answer any questions you have or just chat with you about what you got out of it, what you liked, didn't like, all of it. So if you don't follow Less Drama, More Mama on Facebook, please do that so you'll be notified when I go live. Or you can subscribe to my email list where I'll send out some reminders, and you can do that in today's show notes. Okay, I'm nervous just telling you about this. Like My heart is pounding in my chest right now because I'm committing to it and making it public. So great way to make yourself accountable. And if you're listening to this and feeling inspired to take bigger risks, feel more confident, and ultimately succeed at your goals this year, and you want someone to hold you accountable and coach your beautiful, amazing brain, please request a free consultation with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini, and we'll fail into 2021 together. Okay, mama, thank you for being here. I'll see you tomorrow night on Facebook. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.